This episode of Crosscast is produced by our patron, friend, and all-round absolute guy, Eamon McCauley. Eamon, we love you. If you'd like to get involved, please visit patreon.com forward slash the crossplayers to support us from as little as $1 a month. If you don't want to do that, then please tell your friends. Okay, I'll speak to you on the other side of the intro music. Okay, bye. Bye, bye now. Right. Okay, bye. Bye. Get you waiting. Hello there, and welcome to Crosscast episode 25, recorded on Thursday, 21st January 2021. My name is Lewis, and today I'm joined by two absolute guys. The first of them being a dab hand at Google, an expert at Bing. DuckDuckGo, he's heard of it. Our fountain of knowledge, dependable, reliable, and he doesn't store your personal details. When we want to find something out, we always ask Jeeves. <laughs> how are you doing? You well? I'm alright. Yeah, I'm alright, Lewis. How are you? I'm well, thank you. Know, you know, the, well. the only thing I'm lamenting in the loss of 2020 is that I don't get to hear you go, 2020. I was just thinking I know, the exact I same thing. need to find a new way. Yeah. Find a way to say get uh, 2021 into the same... Into 2021. Same it's just not... The, it's not. It doesn't do it. It's not the same. <laughs> 2021. Yeah. No. I'll, 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 I'll workshop it. Sure, I'll sure. Workshop it. Right. Uh, last but by no means least, who's the sweet chap who never trembles and doesn't flap? Max! <laughs> You're damn right. He's a complicated man, but no one understands him but his woman, Max Wright. Hello. Hi. I always love how it's like like emphasis you put into that with your face as well like we're not live this week it's going to be all audio but you still did the the moves you did the, you did the looking after you've all... got to get in you need to get into that rhythm yeah oh, yeah I'm even sorry. on audio it has to sound sincere right you got to do yeah. it <laughs> <laughs> i just i just like the way you say his name but then it just keeps going like you've it just does. got just it's like a double intro it is <laughs> i'm the only person that gets double intro well yeah you know, you, you share that you've you no know, uh, you share that intro with Ethan. <laughs> Ethan, what? Uh, I'd forgotten about that. Yep, good times. Must have missed that. Can't believe. If you not, if you not, it's the same intro, but instead of Max, he says Ethan. Wow. Mm-hmm. Why? I, right. I need to listen to the episodes that I'm not on um, <laughs> more than I already do. Not that I listen back to the ones I'm on, but I mean, yeah, like, you do. Sorry, I forget. Like, oh, I, I forget to that. sometimes. <laughs> No, it was because uh, Ethan said he would join about half an hour before we started, and I had no time to write an intro for him. So I was uh, like, oh. Ethan Hunt, isn't that uh, the, the main character from 
Uh, Mission Impossible, yeah. Mission Impossible. Yeah. You could have yeah. easily just done something Mission Impossible. Yeah, that is related. too easy. I, the, the easy route is never the right route. So why did you just replace my intro with his name? <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't That was actually Ben's idea. I, there was a placeholder intro that I've had, I have pre-prepared for someone who comes in, but Ben went, just use Max's. I was like, fine. He's <laughs> <laughs> not using it. Yeah, he's not using it. He's not in tonight. Uh, yeah, okay. Uh, are you got anything uh, as tradition would dictate? Uh, do you have anything interesting to drink? Steve, I'm always interested uh, yeah. to you. Have you got your... Somewhat uncharacteristically, I actually do have some booze today. I'm drinking a, a, a Copperberg mixed fruits. <clears throat> Lovely. I'm yeah. not a big uh, sort of cider cider guy. You're not. No, not really. Mm. Um, I do. I think. I think there's very few things that are as thirst quenching when it's a nice hot, if it's a nice hot day. Being out maybe doing stuff stuff outside, you come back in have a have a good cool ice cider. Yeah, no, it's great. Yeah, it's mm, really that, nice. That good. If if I've got like, I occasionally buy a massive jug of uh, old Rosie and stick that in the fridge, and oh, wow. uh, especially in summer, it's just it's the best. It's the best. Old rosy cloudy cider is brilliant. Yeah, I've not. I'm not aware of that. It sounds like it's you get it in like a big two liter glass ball with a with a. Finger. That's exactly that's what you exactly get it in. Exactly, that's exactly it. what you get yeah. in. Yeah, yeah. It's the best. It's a, is it is a Perry, isn't it? It's a pear cider, isn't it? Old rosy. Um, I don't know. It's a Perrier. At least. It's a Perrier. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, what about yourself, Max? I uh, completely forgot about that, so I have a small cocktail I like to call Water from Work, a uh, <laughs> box of Gorilla Glue from a couple of weeks ago. Still, still, yeah. Some steroid nasal spray. That's uh, that's my delicious cocktail. What is that? Oh, it's Na- just for me. It's a nasal spray for me sinuses. I've, I've got to, uh, Oh, okay, okay. That's supposed to last me like another four weeks, but it's empty. I can't believe it. Overusing it. Yeah, I did the sniff in there for emphasis. Thank you. Well, that was actually because it was about to, about to go, but yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just perfectly timed. <laughs> Wait, what have I got here? I've got Battle Royale Armorillo. Look at that. Quite Ooh. an interesting that's card. A, that's a nice looking card. It's single hot peel ale. <coughs> Quite nice. I've still not had any alcohol this year. I've still been pushing forward with dry January. Well, that's Very good. good. Well done. Very well done. Yeah, well done. Thank you very much. Did you, uh, from after, like, you, directly after midnight, did you have a couple of drinks beforehand or did you? Oh. Well, no, this is it. I'm pretty Have you managed uh, it? No, actually, no, because I'm pretty sure that after midnight, I was on the phone to my girlfriend for a bit, and then I'm pretty sure I just like knocked off to bed. Because what are you gonna do? It was there was nothing happening, so I just knocked off to bed at like one. Why not? Why was nothing going on? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, mate. I can't work. I can't remember now. It was so long ago. <laughs> you were so drunk. Yeah. <laughs> true. yeah. <laughs> you should have done what any self-respecting person would have done, Max, and sit on your own and drink. I, did, I, I, did. I, I got, I got <laughs> watched yeah, the Hootenanny. Annie. That was it. <laughs> went to bed. Do you know went what? The, 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 the moment I found out that the Hootenanny was not live, heartbroken. Well, the, well, this exactly past year, it was like clips from prior years. Ah, uh, right. Why is that? Uh, I'm I just think we're going to change it up a little bit. <laughs> Jules Holland's presentation style always makes me slightly nervous. I must say, you never quite know what he's going to say. <laughs> <laughs> I've never sat down uh, and watched a full one of those. Yeah, don't. It's not. It's not worth your time. Okay. Okay. <laughs> not missing that much. Uh, okay, guys. Shall we jump on over to the new news?
Tonight, the headlines. Hitman 3's botched release and Nintendo says goodbye to long-time designer. Those are our news topics for this evening. So, Hitman 3 released, uh, was it yesterday? It did. It released on the 20th of January at the same on the same day and the same time as the presidential inauguration, which, I don't know, coincidence? Mm, I did Maybe. see that Hitman was trending and mm. probably wasn't the best time for it to be happening. <laughs> Maybe, Maybe no, not. Yeah, probably yeah. not. <laughs> <clears throat> but uh, yeah, so it released worldwide at the same time on every platform in every region. Uh, it was 1 o'clock UTC, which I believe is like a, a worldwide standard time. Happened to be 1 o'clock here as well. I'm a big Hitman guy. I fucking... Mm. I bloody love those games, I do. And I was very <laughs> excited for this one. I had it preloaded, pre-ordered. <clears throat> <clears throat> took the afternoon off work. I'm in a situation at work where I've got more annual leave than I'm supposed to have, so I'm looking for op- opportunities to take it. So I thought, sod it, I'll take, I'll take the af- afternoon off work. So the problem was <clears throat> um, Hitman 1 came out four years ago, and then Hitman 2 came out, and they said, you can bring everything over from him from Hitman 1 if you do the special, if you buy the special version. What's everything, sorry? <clears throat> so it's got a levelling system, it's got unlocks, you unlock gadgets, suits, blah, blah, blah. You also you brought PS... P- that, this, this was on PS4 at the time. Okay. Um, you also brought the levels over as well. Uh, like the, the levels that you run around in and shoot people for money in. Um, <clears throat> so Hitman 3, they were like, hey, we're going to do the same thing. You're going to bring everything over. They want to have like this big unified platform... Um, but they didn't really make, make make it clear on how they were going to do that. And then, like a week ago, they said, "Okay, we've got a website, and it's the uh, progression carryover website that we've built specially. Log in, put in your thing, press the button, we'll sort it out for you. Uh, that will be live before the game is launched. Don't play Hit- Hitman Three before you do this. Uh, the game launched at the same time as the carryover website." everybody tried to do it at exactly the same time and it fell on its ass which is a story as old as time at this point when it comes to game releases so basically I had Hitman 3 and I could play Hitman 3 but when you do the progression carryover stuff it overwrites any progress that you've made in Hitman 3 uh, resetting it to zero so I was like I I, I can technically play this game but it all just feels a little bit pointless and a little bit hollow and it was a real shame uh, and I was still trying to get it done this morning. So, like, you know, 20 so hours after release. 20 hours. Well, I mean, you can play it, but if you've. So, I'm a big fan of these games, and embarrassingly, I'm up to level like 450, which, if you know what the leveling system's like in that game, like, that's very high, which isn't a brag. That's just like time, and I've just spent so much time in that game. And I kind of don't want to leave that behind. Yeah, <clears throat> so it was like, cool, I've got this awesome new game that I'm just going to lose all my progress in when this progression system works. Um, they got a lot of flack for it, obviously. Gamers, Have they released any statements? Gamers, yeah, yeah, they were, they were sending out tweets saying, we want it to work as much as you do. Please bear with us. We didn't expect this many people to be using it at the same time, which is a bit puzzling. Oh, I know, it's a bit puzzling. I, like, every developer says that as well, when something falls on its ass at launch. I have to imagine that there is some equation happening 
in the background where they're like, we don't want to have too many servers because it will cost too much, but we don't want to have too few servers because then we can't deal with the load. So they try and find the middle ground somewhere, but inevitably they always underestimate, I guess. Yeah. But yeah. That sounds shit. <coughs> Remember you, you, when you said the day before you said you were excited for it because we were talking about your uh, possible PS5 issues. Um, so yes. I, did not, I was not aware that it was watched. And that sounds very sad for you. I, yes, um, it was quite sad. So I yeah. managed to get it done a clear 24 hours after the game was released. Wow. It worked for me. I did the progression carryover. Uh, it still doesn't work for a lot of people. A lot of people still uh, haven't managed it. Um, but I don't have the afternoon off today. I had to work. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. it's a bit sad, really. Um, but the game, I've played a handful of hours of it, and it seems incredible. But it's just it's a real shame, because IO are indie developers at this point, and they've got a... They've got a pretty storied history. They got dropped by uh, Squenix just before Hitman 2 was released. They went indie and still managed to get Hit Hitman 2 out the door, which is incredibly impressive. The fact that they even made it this far to hit to Hitman 3 is remarkable. And now they're making a James, uh, James Bond game. They're yeah, making a licensed game. So, the, you know, they are the little developer that could. And this is the first time that something like this has gone wrong for them. Uh, so it's a bit of a shame, really. Um, if... Now I remember when Hitman Two, I think it was, was in the Games Pass. Uh, no, sorry, Game Club. Mm -hmm. There was something about you could play all of the Hitman One levels in Hitman Two. Yes. You, so when you say progression moves over, could you buy Hitman Three and have access to Hitman One and Two levels, or do you just buy Hitman Two, have access to the first two, and then? <clears throat> so it's Hitman a bit 3. complicated. I mean, there is an answer to that question, but it's not interesting but basically when hit when <laughs> hitman 2 came out you could buy the gold edition which gave you access to all the levels from hitman 1 if you owned hitman 1 already if you didn't own hitman 1 already you could buy like a gold edition plus or something which then gave you it was overly complicated they yeah, were going for this good. whole like unified plan because the games haven't changed that much between the three and the reason why they didn't shake things up that much is because they they always envisioned this massive uh, platform of get of all three games being together. So with Hit with Hitman Three, if you just buy the base game, you don't have access to the previous okay. levels. You have to go back and buy like an access pack to give you access to the previous levels. Which, if you haven't played Hit Hitman Three, and if you're or any of the games, and you're at all interested, uh, I recommend doing that i mean it's a bit of a big investment cash wise but that gives you i don't know 12 13 14, like like 18 levels and they're all gigantic like that's hundreds of hours of wow, really okay. really incredible gameplay uh it's exciting uh it's just it's just a shame that they fell on their asses out the door with it yeah i, I suppose they're uh, i don't know I, i'd like to know the percentage of people that were impacted by it. I think the launching that website at the same time as the game doesn't make much sense. It, I, I, I have to assume that they it just wasn't ready and they, they were shitting themselves. Because they, they said this will be out before the game releases. <laughs> I guess they just over uh, overpriced and underestimated uh, or overestimated their own skill, I should say. Uh, in because the website looked looks like shit too. Like it looks like it's from the nineties. It is not. Good, cities. It's not. A, yeah, oh, it's wow. not a good looking site That's, either. So it looks. It looks yeah, it's got a gif of like a spinning skull. Yeah. Does it have yeah. a counter? It does. Yeah. Yeah. Visitors, you are the you are the seven hundred thousandth person to be <laughs> disappointed by the carryover web website. Yeah. It's got the uh, uh, the work in progress gif with the guy in the spades. 
Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's got all that stuff. The only other time I can think um, where something like this happened was, do you remember the Mass Effect series where you import your character from the previous game? Yes, when Mass yes. Effect 3 came out, there was a bug at launch where you couldn't import your character from the first two games. And they didn't patch it for a little while, like a few days, wow. I think. And so everyone was just faced with this question, like, do I just start playing the final part of this trilogy with a new character after having yeah. invested all that time and effort in the first two games? So that was a real shame, too. The the trick there is just to buy the Wii U version and just play through the comic, make all the key decisions, and then just have a character ready to go. Yeah, yeah. That's the key there. Why are you wasting your time playing two games that could be summed up in one short comic? <laughs> Enjoyment, I think that's got something to do with it. I think, yeah, 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 yeah. I think Can't be certain. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, um, on to the next topic. Our next and last topic is that there's a, a, a veteran uh, Nintendo designer has decided to hang up his pen. I don't know. Uh, after 30 years with the company, um, Takaya Imamura is Great. the gentleman. Thank you. It's, Great, it's, yeah. uh, I, I wasn't practicing that earlier on. Um, <laughs> responsible for uh, designs in Star Fox F Zero and designed Tingle. He is at fault for designing Tingle. Uh, <laughs> yeah, has uh, has decided to 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 retire from Nintendo. Uh, looking at the Euro Gamer uh, article, it sort of leaves it open ended as if to say he might move on to something else. Ooh. However, this man has had uh, uh, an element to play and and uh, memories from our younger years. Um, so it's reading through the article there. There's, uh, I think it's speaking here about Star. It's speaking about Star Fox and said Miyamoto overturned his decision and asked them to make the characters animals. So they made the main character a fox because of its association with the uh, Fushimi Inari Taisha Shrine. Apologies. <laughs> I know all about that after playing Ghost of Tsushima. I know what the Inari Shrine is. Uh, and other animals are for Japanese folktales. Um, but he says that the team in Star Fox are based off staff members from the time, so the fox's face is actually meant to be like Miyamoto's. Um, and oh. Andros. It says, and the villain, Andros, says, I shouldn't say. <laughs> <laughs> so that's all open to interpretation. So the, uh, the, the, the guy's faces in Star Fox are based off Nintendo staff from 92 or whenever it was. Can't remember. So yeah, lucky they're based on do something animals, else. Because they. They, uh, I mean, the game was called Star Fox, so I think it probably makes sense that it should have been a fox. You know, mm. It was in space as well, you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. That, yeah. that makes sense. Makes mm. perfect sense. Yeah. So, what this uh, is interesting about this is the fact they haven't made a Star Fox or an F Zero game in forever. What the hell has he been doing? Like, has he just been sitting around like with a well, contract he's on? He's been on garden leave forever. Just like can't fire he's- me. He's probably he's, he got tenure. His yeah. most recent project was uh, Starlink, Battle for Atlas. So he did he uh, was working on Star oh, Fox. Yeah. That was three years ago. Come on, mate. If I didn't do anything for three years, oh yeah, to be fair, he's been there a long time. I um, I I think that surely. I mean, I know that that, that all of the guys at Nintendo have been there forever. You know, there's all that. There's that photo of all the um, God, I can't think of any of their names. Miyamoto, uh, Sakurai. Uh, Iwata. Iwata, thank you. Uh, who's the guy? Who's the Koizumi? They're all like yeah, together in like that, a photo. Yeah, shoot. I was. All, I knew that's who you were talking about there. I was like, I can't remember what his <laughs> name is. And they're all together. And they've been there, like you know. And now we're ah, 
30, 30 ish years past, um, and he's and then you know there a lot of them are still there. So it, yeah. it's interesting that, that he's because all these people have never left Nintendo. They've all sort of been hmm. stuck so, He's still stuck around. I'd be I'd be very interested to see uh, if he does end up moving on to something else because the like in Japan it's very common that you stay with the company forever uh, until like and you don't work for anyone else um, and that's why you see a lot of these veteran devs just working for the same company forever. Yeah. The only other example I can think of of this was uh, the um, Ko- Koji Igarashi, the Castlevania yes. guy, left in uh, left konami in frustration because he was like i want to do i want to do cool shit and the company won't let me so he left and went and made bloodstained so it's possible that there's a similar situation here if there is if they're saying he's retired and there is a subtle implication here that he might do something else maybe it's a similar situation maybe 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 he's been asking himself what the hell do i do all day yeah maybe yeah maybe make star fox maybe we're gonna see a Star Fox spiritual successor. Although, I think that would take more than just an artist, wouldn't it? Like Igor, Igor, Igarashi, Igarashi. Now his whole deal was that he sort of like designed these games and was the director of these yes. games. I'm not sure that you could take someone who drew start drew the characters. He's going to go right. I'm That's true. A game. That's true. I designed some characters. I need everything else. <laughs> I need literally everything else. <laughs> it's, it's funny you should mention the uh, the the Bloodstained Castlevania uh, developer because Konami seem to have. Uh, priors with that as well. I mean, that he probably left first, but Kojima also fell out with Konami. Yes, well, Kojima got the boot from Konami um, because Kojima takes too long to make games because because he's a... Because his games are too long? Because he's an auteur. He's a genius. <laughs> they didn't recognise his genius. No, his games are too expensive. They took too long to make, so they gave him the boot and so, like <laughs> stripped cut his... Cutscenes how long? It's only three hours long. <laughs> the beginning cutscene is three hours, right? <laughs> I've cut a lot of that. It was originally five and a half. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. So yes, they do. They do have have form with that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think Konami are asses. To be fair, like they won't make any games with their franchises. They're more interested in, you know, when I went to a gambling uh, sort of conference last February, and a mate of mine joked was like, "Haha, look out for the Konami booth." Because you know they make all the gambling moves, and then I step into a room, and there's brrr, Konami in big letters, and they actually have like, an entire section of their gambling products. And I was like, I'm going to go see if there's a new Castlevania game in there. Be right, be right back. There wasn't. Uh, it was all slot machines. But it's just, you know that they, they seem to be falling out with all these people. These people that have sort of like yep. been made their classic franchises, and they're just letting things like Metal Gear Solid rot. Yep. Castlevania is sort of rotting. It's just. Can I, I mean Konami make a lot of money from health clubs? They run health clubs in Japan, really? and yeah, they make a lot of money through those. Um, so you know, gaming is just not. It's just not their focus anymore. Like they, I, they are asses. You're right. There's been a lot of stories about how working there is terrible. Like a lot of game developers get threatened with being sent to a health club if they don't, if you know, if they if wow. if, if they step out of line. It's like, do you want to manage a swimming pool? No, then get on with the thing I told you to do. Um, apparently, <laughs> allegedly, I don't know. Um, but yeah, some years ago they released super HD detailed footage of Big Boss uh, of Snake, I should say, and 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 the boss in a flower field and it was amazing to look at and I was like holy shit is this a remake of MGS3 oh my god and it turned out to be a fucking pachinko machine oh yeah so, yeah I remember this yeah, that's they've been, funny they've been on my shit list for a long time yeah it was a Capcom uh, one of the guys from Capcom did something similar jumping back he made Mighty Number no. 9 obviously failed 
but uh, I can't remember his name now. If you if you ain't can ring ring bell. Yes, yeah, I think he he dropped off. He used to make Mega Man games, mm-hmm. then dropped off to make Mighty Number no. Nine, which didn't yes. do very well. Uh-huh, yeah, and he did something else. I can't remember what it is. Look this up. Yeah, you, you look up. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So just just on that Nintendo thing, I think I'm at the point now where I begin to worry about all the sort of long-term Nintendo people leaving and mm. leaving it to the Ute. You know, <laughs> it, it makes me worry slightly. But uh, they, they seem to be pretty good at hiring. I think the the new CEO, the president of Nintendo Japan, seems to be. I think he's a lot younger, but he seems to. Have the same mor not morals, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. Same kind of the same. It's interesting vibe. how yeah uh-huh. how behind the scenes he is compared to uh, some of the other. Uh, you know, we've had Iwata was obviously at the forefront, um, and then we had the the guy after him. I can't remember the guy's name now. Kimishima, I think it was. He was sort yeah. of like he was kind of background, but he did stand up and you know his face was known. And now yeah. this new guy, I could not tell you his name. I couldn't tell you anything he's done. I couldn't tell you anything about him. It's interesting that that Nintendo is almost becoming, after sort of like becoming a very face driven company with with people like me and most all that people like doing things in person to now yeah. sort of reeling it back a lot and doing a lot of digital only stuff, voice only stuff. It's it's weird how they've uh, gone that way. Shantaro Furukawa. That's it. But yeah, so that because it like gets like you had. Reggie, Iwata, Miyamoto all doing their sort of meme, meme know, heavy yeah, yeah. videos, yeah. and you know dubbers are taking over from they Reggie. They had puppets at some point. They were all puppets. Yeah. I don't even remember the context for that, but that happens. Yeah, I can't I can't see them. Uh, yeah, they're probably just gonna go back to being a sort of normal, <laughs> normally managed company. I would guess. Uh, have you uh, got that name, Max? I see you studying your. Computer. Yeah, it's KG Inafune. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, I was very wrong. But yeah, he did uh, have Mighty Number no. Nine, and then he made he he released a couple of failed Kickstarters. That didn't go as well for him as it did for um, Igarashi no, or it did not Kojima. But uh, yeah, I wonder what uh, happened to the Star Fox guy. Yeah, let's wait and see. Okay, guys, anything uh, else on those news items? It's been a dead week, so I'm going to say no. No. Okay. Right. Well, let's move on to pick up and play. Alright, pick up and play, uh, a section where we speak about games that we have both picked up, sorry, games and items of tat uh, that we have <laughs> picked up and played. Um, so this week I haven't actually picked up any um, bits and pieces uh, of note. I have tried my best to find a reasonably pl- priced uh, Super Nintendo Classic Mini, but I refuse to pay the prices that people are asking for on eBay. How much? I mean, 120. I don't want. That's what they're generally going for, and I think that's too much. I don't want to pay that much for something that's basically just going to sit on a shelf. Yeah, nah, it's too much. Yeah. What do you want it for? Just for the habit. Just for having it. Oh, I see. Okay, cool. I don't want it for any other reason. Just than just wanting say, one. The only thing you'd want it to play is is Earthbound. You can just play it somewhere else. No, 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 no. You mean through? And under what means? I suppose I can get it on the, the Wii U on the Wii ah. U Virtual Console, Lewis. <laughs> Wii U. I don't want a Wii U. Come on. 
<laughs> uh, yeah, it's more for I think potentially could be worth a couple of quid in a few years time depending if Nintendo re-release them or not because the I mean they're basically double in, double in price for what people people paid from paid for them originally to now so, yeah it's a watch I item I can it's I a can, watch item I can imagine them not re-releasing it as well mm. that'd be very Nintendo for them to never do that again yeah so yeah I mean, they re-released the NES Classic alongside the SNES Classic, or just after the SNES Classic came out, and then both just dropped, and they were gone. Um, yeah. I have had yeah. two come through me and leave me in in the the time because I pre-ordered one because I was like, yeah, why not? I turned up and I was like, I really don't want this. Why is this seventy pounds? I just gave it to a friend um, for the cash value. So. Oh right, okay. Oh, you yeah, didn't, no, you yeah, didn't give it to a friend. Just not didn't give it. Yet. But I mean, I mean, I gave it to him in the way that they were hard to come by, and I was like, "I'll give you." I the, see. The, the I price see. I paid. It's like I put that in a Discord yesterday at this point, and Quinn, one of the guys from Discord, was like, "Yeah, I've got three. I was like, "How are you, mate? What? Three SNES minis? Did they? Did they explain why they have three? One US, one EU, one Japanese. Ah, okay, all right. That's actually a fairly reasonable answer. Fine. <laughs> yeah, well, I was. I wasn't going to. I wasn't going to say that if I wasn't asked. Uh, yeah, but no other real pickups. Uh, however, I did buy and stream for a period of time, and then play even more. Uh, Scott Pilgrim. Oh. We, we streamed at the weekend for the Gaming for Guru mm. uh, sessions over the weekend and I have to say my first impressions of it were not good and I think that's pretty consistent with the other guys. I think Andrew is a bit more forgiving uh, of the multiplayer uh, experience but you, you log in you need to sign up to an Ubisoft account what? which you have to link if you're doing multiplayer That or is a little bit egregious but it makes yeah. sense for most power I guess no, it doesn't. No, I don't think it They're does. They're just harvesting data. That's all that is. Yeah. But then I don't know if it was because of the the, the, the method of uh, multiplayer we were doing, but we, we had no idea we were going to do it, and we are on stream. And it was like, oh, you need to send a Ubisoft account. And so there was like, I think Dan created a new one. Ben and I couldn't get into our uh, accounts because we forgot the passwords or whatever. So I had to set up a new one. I think Andrew got in pretty easily. But we finally got into the game. And the first level, we attempted it f- four times. First time, it was glitchy and buggy as fuck. Really? Yes. So, like, there'd be... What I was seeing on my screen, other people couldn't see on their screen. Oh, no. So, if I checked the stream, what was happening was not what was on mine. So, I could see, like, I think, um, so, like, Andrew was playing as Scott Pilgrim. He was at the top corner punching thinnier, but if I checked the stream, he was like fighting a guy. Oh. Um, a couple of us also got error messages saying the connection was unstable on more than one occasion. On one occasion, I got kicked out altogether and couldn't rejoin. Oh no! Um, yeah, it, this sounds it, awful. It, it it left a lot to be desired. <clears throat> Is it crossplay? Really? Were you playing across different all, devices? All on Switch. Wow. As far okay. as, far as, yeah, because it was all on Switch because we used the Invite Friends through this. Oh, yeah. The first we game used before. that. Uh, yeah. That's the first time I've used anything like that. Um, who, was, who was like the host Switch for that? It, on first, it was Andrew. Mm. And then we moved to Dan. Okay. It didn't, it didn't matter. It didn't matter. That's what we thought. Okay. That's what we thought. Like, maybe there's a better connection yeah. because Dan's got like. 
some ridiculous Got fat uh, pipes he does so we did so we moved over there and it didn't do a thing didn't yeah. do a thing it maybe made it a bit more playable but even if everything was okay the first time playing that game <clears throat> it, so say like you're playing it single player and there's th- there's you and there's three enemies on the screen now if there's four of you it multiplies that so there's 12 enemies on the screen plus the four of you it is impossible to see what's going on yes, there is so much happening and I noticed that because I've gone on to play it in solo yeah okay so that makes sense why there was so many fucking people on the screen literally had no idea what you were doing where you were you'd be like constantly on the ground getting the shit kicked out of you so I think the multiplayer is maybe something for you to go back to if you have experience in playing the game solo myself and Andrew plan on doing a duo run at some point <coughs> but on that I played it in solo uh, I'm up to this, up to the last boss now. Solo is um is brilliant. I am loving it. Oh, really, it's okay. so much oh, fun. It's so much fun. Um, like you can you level up over the course of uh, the the game. You get different powers. You get different skills. Uh, it's the same sort of base like mechanics. You just get an actual like, button combination. Um, but it, I was so happy that um that it won me round because I was worried when we stopped playing it on Saturday. But the solo mode has really uh, has really sold me, and I've oh, said the same to so like Ben and Dan were both uh, both said they didn't want it. they'd have no appetite to play it again <clears throat> after Saturday. But I've sort of said like just give the solo a chance. Um, it really is worth it. It'll be worth your time. I'd be I'd, I'd be interested if the if playing it with two people is a more manageable experience. If that if that is fun with just the two of you, because it sounds like yeah. four is the problem really. Yeah, I. I'd, if they'd limit them to people on screen, it seems like a help. pretty slapdash thing to do. Like that's not that's not scaling difficulty, is it? That's just turning the dial to go more, <laughs> yeah. more, please. Yeah. Uh-huh. And that's yeah. not interesting, really. And and that kind of makes sense if you think about it. Like I could see different things on my screen as to what they could see on their screen. So maybe there just was like a connection issue as well. So maybe it's all just sort of like well, yeah. Maybe it's like asynchronous. It could be a connection thing. Yeah, it could just be that they're just like. <clears throat> It's too much effort for us to actually make this all happen one to one. So if there's just enough enemies, I'm surprised I'm talking into the screen. The mic pressure. There's, if there's four enemies uh, on screen for at any time, they're just in random places. Like people can just fight their own enemies, whatever. Uh, yeah, it, it, multi, mul- multiplayer games not syncing with each other is cat is cat cat. It's catastrophic. Uh, yeah. I can't speak. I can't speak catastrophic to me like the yeah. point of playing games together <clears throat> is that you're playing the same game together yeah and when i find out that i'm not having the same experience that the other guy's having i'm like what's the fucking point yeah, yeah. that's 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 the feeling i got so yeah. you get to a point like i'd have the goal you know like in streets rage when you've done all the enemies in the on the screen that will like go go and there'll be an arrow yeah point so i would get that and i'd be like try to walk but then i'd see the other guys like doing something else and I'd be like, what's happening and then I, from what they were saying i could tell like Ben was going, oh, another pile up, and I'd look at the screen going, nope, there's nothing happening. There's nothing happening. <laughs> that's what are you doing? Yeah, that's that's the worst experience at all. Yeah. <clears throat> and it was the same. I was like, can you not see that I'm getting like the shit kicked out of me? As the three of those guys are like, maybe it was my connection because it happened to me a few times, and uh, myself and Andrew a few times, um, and they would be trying to leave, and I'd be like, I was, you not see, I was like getting like those guys over here, I'm like no, so yeah. Buggy, but solo. The solo is uh, okay. Is well, I mean, good. that was a bit of a rollercoaster, that Lewis, because I, mm. I almost picked that game up, 
then he started scribing it and I was like I'm glad I didn't pick it up but now I'm back to almost getting, getting it again I think it, I, I definitely think it's worth picking up definitely yeah. It's. Uh, I hope to complete it over maybe the weekend. Um, levels aren't too long. Um, it sort of follows this, the comic story of Scott Pilgrim. So there's a seven evil exes. I'm going to the seventh one. But it's not that difficult. A lot of fun. A lot of fun. Fantastic. Sounds great. A happy ending. A happy ending. Yeah. So uh, I'll probably chat about it again once myself and Andrew uh, play a bit more multiplayer. Um, other than Scott Pilgrim, I've also finished my two-year journey absolute odyssey completing this game uh finished undertale finally wow <clears throat> so uh, what two, two years a five-hour game yeah i know i just <laughs> kept, i just didn't uh, i just didn't um like i picked it up and started playing it uh it didn't didn't click initially uh and then i went through uh, like a few months of like playing it here and there over like a day or so for not very long um played it a lot before I moved and then I completed it over the last couple of days and I've started again I've started a second run I thought I was doing a pacifist run but from what happened I mustn't have I must have killed like one or two uh, enemies or monsters uh, on my playthrough um, but yeah uh, I actually started playing Delta Rune straight away last night after I, after I completed uh, Undertale but I'm so happy that I finished it I'm so glad that I got the story um I really like I'm playing it because of the music. I think it's initially grating the soundtrack, uh, mm-hmm. but when you get into it and start listening to it, like I've I listen to it when I'm at work. I just put my headphones in and yeah, listen yeah, to the, Undersea, the Undertale soundtrack. Just so catchy and so. Some um, of the tracks are just like just like nice. It's just like <laughs> oh I'm moving, like bossing Ru- over stuff. Yeah, like Ruins is a really good song from early on. Yes, and that's yeah, yeah yeah that's what I'm thinking. There's, of. A, there's like a Metaton track called Metal Crusher. It's, it's like I think it's like track fifty on the soundtrack. Um, it's just such a catchy tune. It's just such a really cool sort of intro to it, and it's just really catchy. It's like it's like fifty five seconds long or something. Um, just yeah. uh, just quickly, I've just done a little bit of quick maths, and if you'd played twenty four <laughs> seconds of Undertale a day, it would have taken you two years to play it. So there you go, there you go. That's what you've been up to. <laughs> I've uh, I've never played this game. And it's one of my nah, it's one of my annoying niggles that I because I have every intention to. I've just it's never happened for me. Yeah. Uh, I will at some point because um, I keep. Amazingly, I haven't been spoiled. Like I've got some idea as to as to because there are parts in it that are fairly, I am to understand that are fairly sort of surprising, subversive even you might say. Yeah. But I don't know. I don't know any de- details. I've never never been spoiled on it, so I should it's, probably get around to it at some point. It's quite a nice story to it, surprisingly. So, um, considering that Toby Fox, the developer of the game, at the moment is only thirty-one. Mm-hmm. Wow! I checked out. I checked out last night. I was like, he's only thirty-one now. <laughs> like that's that's crazy, actually. Yeah. And he did, he did everything, didn't he? The art, the story, the the, the, the soundtrack, everything he did. Himself. Yeah. Very impressive. Talented, talented guy. Very talented yeah. guy. Started on Earthbound. Uh, an Earthbound uh, fan game, didn't it? I didn't know that. Yeah, but I can nice. see, I can see, I can see that, like in terms of the style. Mm. Yeah, very, some do more uh, taking playthrough. Steve, I think, I think it's, I think it's a great game. I'm not, there are some people that say like, oh, it's my favorite game of all time. Oh, it's like the best of a genre sort of thing. I think, I think it's a very good game, and I think it's, it's very clever and it's very funny. 
Uh, and I funny. think it's worth a play. I, I don't <laughs> think I understand the full sort of like that it's the greatest game of all time. Mm. That, you know, obviously that's not like a general consensus, but like it, it's very highly regarded for for many reasons. Um, and I can't remember where I'm going with this. It's good. Enjoy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think I'm, my expectations are sort of medium for it. I'm not mm. going. I'm not. You know, um, but noted i should i should it's it's fairly cheap i mean it's always been quite cheap right i think it's a yeah. 10 or a full price just, yeah, yeah, yeah yeah so because i'm a tight ass i'm always like that's an old game now i should wait for that to go on that's, sale but <laughs> who pays full whack for a game these days uh, yeah it's all, exactly, it's all right? sale. yeah sales are pretty frequent on it i think and then there's delta room <clears> as well which uh, is free sort of right part one of delta room that's free, free yeah, yeah. yeah. Interesting about Undertale, just remembered a fact. Uh, Toby Fox has stated that part of his sort of inspiration for the sort of sense of humour of the game is from Mr. Bean. Is it? Interesting. Uh, yeah, yeah, he cites Mr. Bean as inspiration, which is interesting. Huh. And, and Delta Rune's an anagram of Undertale, if you didn't know. Yes, it is. Fact. Interesting. Yes, fact. Actual, <laughs> genuine facts. So that's me. Um, <laughs> Steve, uh, what have you been playing? Uh, Hitman 3! I've been playing Hitman 3. <laughs> um, How's that going? Uh, 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 yeah, it's been alright. No. Um, so I played a little bit of, uh, yesterday, um, but obviously it felt a bit hollow because all my progress was going to go. Yeah. And then I played a little bit more today after work. So I've played a handful of hours over here now, but I can tell that it is already pretty, pretty fantastic. I'm a you know, Hitman aficionado and uh it's what what i've seen so far is is very it's very impressive has either of you played him i have never ever play, played a hitman game in fact it's a lie i played a one one section of one level from the original hitman oh uh, codename 47 i think it was called at the time like on the pc yeah. or ps1 is that i think it, i think it was on the pc the first one Mm, maybe it's that then. I can't, it's been so long ago. It's yeah, yeah. before the, the these three anyway. Yeah. So I've been playing Hitman for a very long time. I'm a big fan of this series. Uh, I think Hitman is the best it's ever been in the past four years. I think this last trilogy has just been incredible. I, th- I think it's probably my game of last generation. Fairly easily, put an embarrassing amount of hours into it. Oh, wow. So I was very excited uh, to play Hitman three. And aside from the bollocks and buggery that we discussed earlier it is it is pretty much as good as i hoped it would be um but you know having only played a a handful of hours of it you know i've got a lot more to come but basically it's a stealth game i'm a big stealth game fan the reason why i think this is so genius is because a lot of stealth games try and adhere to like an aesthetic and they don't want to break immersion and so stealth games end up being quite frustrating because they try and be realistic, and you, what you end up doing in stealth games is going, "What? I didn't. What happened? I didn't. I was being a stealth man. Why am I not? They're shooting me now. Why did that happen?" Whereas Hitman's just like it gives you so much information about what's going on. It tells you everything. It tells you when you're trespassing. It's just got a box that says you are trespassing. Um, if a guy's going to see you, he's got a dot above his head, so you're like that motherfucker can see me. I need to be careful. Uh, if somebody starts being able to see you, it plays a noise and there's an arrow that points to the person who's starting to see you. You have everything you need to know. So, like, the frustration level is just gone. And you, if you get caught, you know exactly why you got caught and you know that it was your fault that you got caught. And the levels are just massive, like, 
the developer describes them as Swiss cheese, where it's like um, huge, just a huge block. But then when you look closer, there's like holes in it that lead to different areas in the same level. And you just poke around in the level, trying to work out what you can and can't do. And all of the NPCs, of which there are hundreds in every level, are walking around on their own little routines, doing stuff, having conversations with, with each other, hanging out having drinks that you can put poison in and it's just like this clockwork little scene although they're actually like massive in the game it's just like this clockwork scene that is just like perfectly set up and it and it just goes and then it's your job to go into that scene and like uh exploit it and to change it and to you know to put a spanner in it somewhere so that that guy does something different to what he does normally uh yeah. And that's all in service of shooting people in the face for money. <laughs> and it's so fucking good, man. I cannot say enough good things about these games. They are just so good. It's the most fun I've had with games in a very long time. And Hitman 3, you start off uh, parachuting on top of a very large fictional tower in... Uh, what's the name of the place in the UAE? It's fictional, so I don't know. Emirates. Uh, the place is real. It's where the Barge Khalifa <laughs> where where the Barge Khalifa is. You parachute onto a fake Barge Khalifa. I can't re- believe I can't remember the name of the place. Dubai what? in Dubai. 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 Yeah. Dubai. Wow. Wow. Um, okay. <laughs> you parachute on top of a huge skyscraper in Dubai, um, and it's super cinematic and awesome. But the second level is set in like a an old English stately home in Dartmoor, um, <laughs> where the head of this family has faked her own death. And now they are holding a fake funeral for her so she can disappear. Uh, And all of her children are there and they're all really cross because they all thought she was dead. Uh, And then at some point in the night, her brother died and there's a suicide note. Um, But she suspects foul play. And on the way into the building, you you can take out a PI that they've hired to solve this murder and you can pretend to be the PI. And you walk into this old mansion and just go hello i'm the pi and then you solve a murder it's like it's like fucking poirot it's brilliant what was that hitman, hitman 2 you said this is hitman 3. Hitman th- oh is it hitman 3 okay yeah so this is one of the new levels um is, is it, it's on the new one isn't but i've got it, it, one or two on game pass uh, two two i think is on game pass yeah on xbox game pass two is also fantastic okay and the, uh, when you when we had two as part of game club was it two? It was on Game Club? Or one? Two, um, yeah. Really should have played it then, because I remember you talking about it, and I was like, I really need to play that game, because Steve loves it, and the way he speaks about it is, it just makes me want to play, it makes people want to play games. So you good. Start speaking about stuff like this. that way. You started, like, so, so, uh, when I was on a couple of weeks ago, we discussed Hitman then, and I, I, I remember saying then, that <clears> there was something quite daunting about something so open-ended, which is why I didn't get into, sort of, uh, Fallout or Skyrim because it's sort of you go okay go do what you want and there's just so many options that I end up just doing none of them just like in real life I've got so many things to do and I just go no I'm not going to do any of them so eventually I just like I think okay I can go here 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 and here I'm just going to play something else and Hitman feels like that to me because it's like there are so many ways to do the task because in my head this is this is in my head of not fully understanding it there are so your, your task is to kill a person there are so many ways to do it that I know I'm just going to find the quickest way to do it and be done with it and that doesn't sound like fun however the way you're describing it makes it sound like fun yeah until you then start going there's hundreds of npcs 
and there's hundreds of, and I'm like, Ooh, so so the 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 genius of this game is like if you focus up like so the this fake Baj Khalifa the building there is like a golden path right and the game nud, nud, it nudges you in this direction it's like go into the server room hack the calendar organize a meeting so they get together seal all the doors and windows shoot them in the face for money hide the bodies get out right that's that's the way it pushes you towards it and if if you do that you never enter the staff room <clears throat> or the maintenance shafts or the or the art place or the gallery they don't they don't matter you only do that stuff if you want to do that stuff and and the game encourages you to go back afterwards and they're like okay you did it that way see what else there is and that's when it becomes like that's when you feel the magic of it because you're like holy shit there's a gallery here that i didn't even know was here and everybody in here has a routine as well and they all have like you can learn things that you didn't know before just by listening to people and you can work like you you can find out that somebody doesn't like somebody else and you can exploit that to kill them another way that's very cool it's you just kind of have to just be willing to just kind of wander i mean the levels are gorgeous as well so it's just a pleasure to just like wander about and a lot of it is just wandering about and looking and listening and seeing opportunities when they arise you see when you what you said there max when you said listening to steve say and and speak about the game makes you it makes it sound like it's really interesting yeah that's what he does yeah sorry (laughs) That's really lies. I didn't. I, I didn't know I had this power, but apparently I have this power. <laughs> I think it's because you talk so passionately about it that it makes me want to be passionate about something in my life. <laughs> Maybe Hitman can do that for you, Max. Maybe it can do that for me. Mebs. Yeah. I did just look it up, but it's fifty quid, so I'm like, I might hold off. <laughs> when it's cheaper, I might pick it up. Yeah. I mean, two should be fairly cheap. Oh, right. oh yeah. But I mean, surely I would just buy three and then get the the one that has. I mean, if I had it my way, yes, you would get three and then you'd have fucking everything at once, but that's a big ask. It's a big ask. Two two is also fucking fantastic. Like, if you just got two on its own, if you could find two cheap, I would say pull the trigger on two. Um, The story's garbage. Don't don't pay attention to the story. It's not garbage, but it's confusing. It's like there's a shadow organisation that secretly runs the world and they're at war with a different shadow organisation that runs the world. One of them has hired us, except no, it's actually the other one. No, no, it is the first one. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. Like, shoot people in the face for money. That's that's all you need to know. That's all you need to worry about. I mean, if you're if if it's on Game Pass for PC, you could a month of that. Check it out. There you go. I don't know if it is like, but you know, that's an option. Um, anything else? Steve? Oh yeah, I won't spend too long on it. I've been playing Deep Rock Galactic. What Either of you familiar never with Deep Rock Okay, so never. this is on Xbox Game Pass. Um, me and a couple of my mates were just looking for something to talk. Like we catch up and talk by playing games, right? And we were like, yeah. "Let's just let's just try this," and it's bloody brilliant. Um, it's a game made entirely of voxels, so it's rendered. All of the levels are procedurally generated. You, you're all dwarves, right? And you mine but it's in the future, so you mine asteroids in space, Ah. and you get sent down into the centre of an asteroid in like a drilling pod thing, and you've got tasks like extract this mineral, uh, build this pipeline, whatever, except there are also aliens inside the asteroid who attack you. Um, All of the levels are voxels. They're all procedurally generated, which means they are all destructible. Like, every part of it is destructible. Sorry, voxel, I'm not familiar. Voxels are... 
It's a, it's not, a, not a car. No, no. So it's a it's <laughs> it's a so voxels at one point were going to be the future of graphics, but we didn't go that way. It's basically a super cheap way of rendering lots of polygons. I don't really understand right. it either. Okay. But now, it has it has a very unique look to it. You 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 can tell when you see it. I yeah, I'm looking at pictures games of voxels that are like there's a game that's like a load of squares and it renders all those squares independently. Mm-hmm. If I remember rightly, and then you like so when you blew stuff up or when stuff happened the stuff just fell apart into squares that's right yeah now I th- might be talking out my ass, but I can it was it's a way of like very cheaply rendering destructible things mm. and physics <clears throat> and stuff like it do- doesn't look great although this game looks fantastic but um that's largely to do it with does like, look nice. Yeah, yeah but that's nice. largely to do with like the lighting and stuff. Like it's really, really dark in these caves, and you've got flares that you can throw out. And there's a guy who has a flare gun, so he fires like one really big flare that light that lights up the whole cavern. And you can have these moments where it's pitch black and you fire a flare and it just illuminates all of these like spiders and shit around you and it's just uh it's thrilling. It's great. I'd I'd be remiss to not ask the question of uh, did the rays trace? The, the rays, the rays, uh, at least on the Xbox version that I play, do not trace. Do not trace. However, okay, it is you. possible. This is a PC game, also. It's possible that the rays trace over there. Well, yeah, okay. Trace rays. Um, I've thought of. I remember the easiest way to describe a voxel. It's a three D pixel. Yeah, it's a three D pixel. You need to know. Yeah. It's a three D pixel. Yeah. yeah. I can tell by no. Lewis's face that that cleared it right up for him. Yeah, <laughs> I can, I, I'm imagining a pixel. Now I'm imagining it in 3D. It's like saying to someone, right, uh, a 4D cube, can you imagine a tesseract? <laughs> no, you cannot. <laughs> Minecraft. Minecraft is basically made in voxels. It's, it's giant silly. voxels. It's giant, giant voxels. voxels. Yeah. Yeah. I get it. I get Deep you. Rock Galactic, it. check it out. I was very pleasantly surprised. We will be playing more of it. I think it's kind of fantastic. It does, I mean, the reviews look fantastic on it. Mm. Just, I, I googled it just to see what the hell it was. And... Uh, yeah, got like nine out of ten. It's got like yep. ten out of ten on Steam. Ninety eight percent humble bundle. That's so that's really good. It is also kind of hilarious. Um, like it is space capitalism. The company that owns this mining company does not give a shit about those dwarves. And the dwarves <laughs> are like, when is this company going to invest in better in better equipment? Uh, you you have like a robot mule that you put all the minerals in and then at the end you press a button on it and the mule runs back to the escape pod and the company's like we will extract the escape pod in five minutes doesn't say anything about you we will extract- <laughs> so you just you just got to chase this mule as like the timer's down and the music's like dun 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 like so that you don't miss the escape pod oh it's great it's really good you reckon it works in single player I think it would work. So they have a they have a like a drone mechanic that flies around and helps you shoot the monsters. So they've definitely accounted uh, for single player. But okay. I think it's super fun to play with your friends. Yeah, it sounds it. Definitely yeah. sounds it. Cool, um, Max. You, you, I know one of the games you've played. You're sitting with someone who has played that game and an expert. Which one of you is it, and which game is it? That's the tough well, question. I'm going to guess. That Steve's played Bloodboard. Yes, I have. I would say Steve was the expert, and I have. Mm-hmm. I'm the one that's played it. But Steve is the expert. He's also played it, but he's the expert. Okay. So, as the expert, didn't know this when I asked this question on Twitter. But as the expert, do I bother playing far enough into New Game Plus to unlock the DLC, 
so that I can play the DLC and is it going to stack for New Game Plus am I am I am I going to have fun playing the DLC in New Game Plus or should I play it again for like a fresh save is why didn't you play the DLC the first time through I forgot I just, <laughs> I finished the game and I just played Dark Souls 2 not long ago yeah didn't expect that Souls question 2, back did you <laughs> so in Dark Souls 2 you can just go back and do what you want whereas this ended it does started again like yeah, Dark Souls yeah, yeah. 1 and I didn't realise that would happen so I don't know, man. It's kind of I. I would lean towards just start again, to be honest. But I could probably happily play that game over and over again from the beginning yeah. for the rest of my life. So <laughs> I don't know. It depends how attached you feel to to your build, to your character. To, to I, mean, I could probably start again. It's just I got to the point where I'm, I'm now like strong enough because I pretty much just started with the base. You know, I, I went with the one from the cover, the the, the weapon from the cover, the saw, the it. saw cleaver. Yep, yeah, the saw cleaver. Yeah. Very much enjoyed that. I got that to level ten. Uh, I didn't really too much variation in the, there doesn't seem to be like enough of variation in the uh, weapon no, sorry the, the armors to make it worth sort of like specifically picking one set over another no it's just, just like fashion mixing and matching yeah yeah. 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 Um, apart from if I knew that I was coming up against something that had like oh that's doing like an electric attack I'll just stock up on the yeah, yeah, yeah. the paper section. yeah yeah is it paper um, in Bloodborne I can't remember I paper, paper for the yeah, attacks yeah. but it's the yeah the um for defence, I was going for the the armour that the, the little guys at the top give you for insight. But anyway, let's, let's jump back to the start. I played Bloodborne. Uh, yeah. I finished it in the space of a week. Um, wow. I was inspired by the efforts that some of you guys made in the game club. Uh, it's always been something I've wanted to play since I first played the original Dark Souls and then went on to Sekiro and Dark Souls 2. Um, so I dropped Demon Souls and I just started playing Bloodborne. Why not? Um, and I very much enjoyed it. I mean, it, it's very heavily more so a Souls game than Sekiro is for example oh, yeah. Yeah. it does have all of the same sort of elements, the same sort of feel um, but I think that the world is just fantastic, it's so I mean it's, it's such a great setting anyway, it's just sort of like a Victorian style like gothic-y town that's all built on top of each other and everyone just mm-hmm. sort of like yeah, lives all sat together, and there's coffins all over the shop, and there's there's sort of like this endless all over the shop. On. Everyone's just sort of a uh, you know, f- just they're all just walking around with pitchforks. Just a big pitchfork mob at the start. Can of the we game. just sorry? Can we just pause here for a moment for Lewis to do an impression? Yeah, this dance finished. There we go. Carry on. <laughs> <laughs> can you can you tell me I'm cursed as well? What's that? What's that one? Same guy just says you're cursed. <sighs> As he's Your dying. Curse. There's other ones there. Oh, what else did they say? You plague-ridden rat! <laughs> 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 yeah, we can't not go and talk about Bloodborne without doing some uh, old yarnamisms. <laughs> now, the, the the thing about Bloodborne, I so I didn't quite rate Bloodborne as highly as Sekiro. I, in my definitive listing of the sales games I've played so far, it goes Sekiro, Bloodborne. Dark Souls, Dark Souls. Two, what in, in that the fuck is wrong with you? It's sec- you um, say Sekiro first. Sekiro first, yeah. I just think... Go to prison! <laughs> I just think the combat in Sekiro is so good. And the verticality and like the, just the mobility that, that the wolf or Sekiro mm, has. Verticality. Yeah, whatever. You're hopping around, you're grappling around, you know, you're, fight, you're still fighting cool stuff. I think the variation Confe- of bosses is cooler. Confession, I've never well, played that game. Well, then you are a... <laughs> person who should go to prison <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with you? Fair. Okay. I want to play Sekiro. It was actually in Asda for a fiver at one wow. point and I what? missed out. 
that because it's a pricey game. Like it's on yes, sale now for like forty-seven quid or so. Wow, and yeah. I bought it in a Steam sale at a deep discount of like thirty-eight quid, and that that was a year after it came out. Yeah, uh, which is rare. Uh, it's an Activision game, so it kind of makes sense. Um, but I, yeah, I, you know, I think Bloodborne's bosses were great. I just think it's there's a lot of just like this is a really big dude. I know I just need to dodge it, get into its legs, and just start hacking its legs. But that's in Row, games, isn't it? That's generally yeah, yeah. I mean that is that. I mean that's a lot of it with with. I mean there are some roll to the right, yeah. roll to the left, of various sizes. Um, Sekiro specifically, that that doesn't that just play just doesn't work because it's not a health bar that you chip away at. It's you know a stamina bar that regenerates if you don't. So the final boss, I was going for the whole strategy of like go and get a couple of hits, duck out, run around, go and a couple of hits. Doesn't work. You just have to be like right. I need to hit him. I need to wear him down, take a life. Wear him down, take a life. Um, and I felt like being really aggressive, and I was being an aggressive aggressive guy. It was going. This is in Bloodborne, sorry. I was being very aggressive, and it worked out very well for me. But a lot of the bosses, by the time I did them, I was like, I was just running at them, hitting them, um, and there wasn't that that uh, feeling of like I'm I'm countering, I'm dodging, I'm blocking, I'm actually involved in this fight like it was in Sekiro. Not to say that Bloodborne wasn't fun. Bloodborne was incredible, and I really enjoyed it, and it's it's definitely like one of my top PlayStation experiences so far. Uh, God of War, then Bloodborne, so far are the are the top two. Uh, with Spider Man somewhere down here, I don't care. Um, and I'm very glad that I played it, and I am very annoyed that the platinum is three playthroughs. Uh, yeah, I got very close to the platinum. I've got like I need to get all of the armors, all the tools, sorry, all the weapons, all the tools. Very close to doing. Get a rare gem, which I know I get from the bottom of the chalice dungeon. I need to finish the chalice dungeon. The chalice. Fuck the chalice dungeons, man. Yeah, I went back to do them after New Game Plus, and I got to. I've just finished the third one, which has uh, is it, mm, the one that has a second version of Rom the Vacuous Spider in mm-hmm. it. I see you put a ends. video of that on Twitter, didn't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that really pissed me off because the first time I did it, I it, every time I teleported, I was just like, big hit, it stops teleporting, cool, do that twice, kill it, easy. It didn't really seem to work this time around. I don't know what was happening. It wasn't working. I assume it's just they just took that cheese out because it's a, supposed to be a harder version of the boss. Then he's got all of those big attacks where he's like. The, the spikes come from the sky he's throwing yeah, stuff yeah. at you and he was just fucking my shit in he was just absolutely wrecking me and the spiders <laughs> could if they did the jump attack on me um, kill me in one spot one hit um, it was just tough but I, I did it and I also did the one after that which was called the bloodletting beast something like that maybe blood starved beast blood starved beast nah blood starved beast is the one from the is it the first he's the one from, he's the one from the chapel thing it's an early yeah, one yeah, yeah. Who's the blood? I think it's Bloodletting Beast. I, don't, I think it's he's like big, and there's a video I've got on Twitter of him punching me into a pillar, and the pillar <laughs> breaks, and I die in one hit. And I like I literally walk into the arena, and he goes bang, and it's like oh great, that was done. Um, yeah, I need to I need to get back into playing it. I got up to so it took me ages to get past Rom. There was one occasion that I nearly did, did him in about twenty five seconds, but instead of hitting attack, I accidentally extended my weapon or. We had reduced the size of my weapon, and he, oh, no. oof, he, he he got me, oof. and it took me ages after that to beat him. Uh, it, yeah, that was so frustrating. Uh, but now I'm up. Oh, I'm in Canehurst, and I know Canehurst is technically optional. Is it Canehurst? That's what yeah, Canehurst Castle. Yeah. Um, at the boss there, but I know it's optional. But I kind of want to do it. He did me for a long time. Like I didn't realize that would be the boss, so I'd I'd 
farm through that place just because I was like going it. that way. And he knew that. I was like, when you walk up, when you walk up this at the church roof, and mm-hmm. it's that long yeah, sort of yeah. platform, I was like, he's only yeah. fires the projectiles, right? Sure. Like the face yeah, projectiles, skulls. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's like one of the prettiest parts of that game as well, though. Like, I really, really yeah, enjoyed that part of the game. That's, yeah. it's, the screams of the, the the sort of ghosts are horrible. Like when I when I was dying a billion times too, when I had thirty eight thousand soul uh, souls, sorry, thirty eight thousand blood echoes. <laughs> Call him souls. It's fine. It's me, yeah, fine. we know. We know. In his boss in his boss room, and I was like, like it took me a while to realise. Oh, I can just use the bold hunters mark and just go back and and just keep them. Um, but I going feel like back me, and I'm forth, always back and nervous at using those things. Like, do I want to use that? Here. So I I thought this. I was like, am I going to waste it? But I ended the game of like thirteen of them. Yeah, I used <laughs> quite often. So it's one of those things where you're just like, I've got to hold on to that. Yeah. Although actually, luckily, I didn't have that feeling with the umbilical cords. So I found three umbilical cords. Uh, spoilers, possibly Lewis, but I found. And I think I know what they do. I think I've read what they do. Yeah, so I, I found three of those throughout the game, and there was a point where I realised I could spend insight to get uh, bolt paper and fire paper. And they were like my big like I wanted to if I was going against a boss I wanted to have some sort of element and I would mix and match and see what worked best um, just because it made everything easier and I in the process I knew because one of them said like oh use this to consume this to gain insight so I was just as I got them I was just consuming them all getting all the paper I needed I had like twenty of each paper just in case um, and then when I beat the final boss and then it immediately went to the next boss I was like oh cool. And I looked it up and I was like, that was the secret ending. <laughs> I just got the secret ending because huh. I was just not not holding back information. I wasn't uh, not not holding back like on items I needed. Because yep. um, usually I'm just like, I'll wait, I'll wait on that. And see where I need that. when the secret ending unfolded in front of you, you were like, ah, satisfying ending. Ans- <laughs> answered all my questions. <laughs> I know what just happened there. I'm not at all confused. Right? That was the reaction you had. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I, the, what also gave me that satisfaction was the half an hour lore video I watched after the fact to understand <laughs> what the hell had happened in the whole game. Did they go yeah. into the? I still have questions. Did they? Did, have you if you watched a lore video that goes into the implication of it all being like menstrual blood at all? Have you? Have you? Have you dug into no. that yet? No, 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 no. no there's a lot sounds... of uh, like a lot of evidence in that game that points towards you know like the blood that they keep the referring blood, to. Yeah. yeah, it's menstrual blood. Oh, <clears throat> yeah. Interesting. Nice. Didn't know that. I mean, weird fucking game, man, isn't there? I guess so. Yeah. I would tighten the whole umbilical cord thing. It would. Yeah. Yeah. There's also like if you have high enough insight, there's like a crying baby in the distance that you can never get to. You also yeah, fight. There's a boss. You uh, told me about that. Yeah. I was like, what does insight mean? And you're like, just. I was like, because I keep on spending it, and you're like, well, use it. And see the game gets a bit more fucked up. Yes. Yeah. So I was using the insight to to not only get the um, papers, but also to summon in the the guys, the hunters. Yeah. Uh, around the world, and when I did the 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 vo- uh, rom thing, mate, my mate was like, "What do you think about that reveal?" And I was like, "What reveal? What are you talking about?" He's like, "You know, the huge reveal where it's revealed that you get all that insight, and then you get to see the thing." And I was like. Hey, I haven't read the wiki. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Turns out, if you have enough insight, if you have collect forty of that insight, you can see these creatures that are revealed after Rom. Oh, did you not see Rom. those? No, no, because I only had. I mean, oh. I was spending all my insight. So yeah, I, 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 I obviously never seen that either. Like, I, oh, I ended yeah. up with zero insight wow. after Rom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I tell you what. Why I haven't played Sekiro, and it's because I mean, you, you use insight to summon guys, right? Yeah. I, the reason, like, Sekiro, the idea of it, it stresses me out because I'm scared of hitting a brick wall. 
in a in in a Soulsborne game, you can always summon either an NPC or a player, and you always have that as like a sa- as like a safety net. Like, yeah. did you miss it in Sekiro not being able to do that? Only no, but only because uh, Sekiro Sekiro's bosses sort of well, they have like three health bars, uh, but they've also got the also one health bar. They can have like two health bars, three health bars, four health bars. Um, but you can take a health bar in one hit by by knocking them down in like uh, by counting their attacks and by hitting them. And you don't just knock their health down; you also break down their sort of like stance. Mm-hmm. And if you break their stance, you do like a you can do a punishing attack, which takes a health bar away. And what you want to be able to do that is you want to be in there fighting them one to one. Now I feel like if they added a second player that's doing all the stuff and you're just round the back doing hits, yeah, you're not going to be doing a lot of actual damage. And you're not really going to be getting the full fi- full feeling of the combat. You're you're just going to be like getting sort of cheaper hits whereas the, the point of Sekiro is that you are engaging in this dance you know it's not just like they're about to do an attack I'll dodge it's they're about to do an attack do I jump do I counter do I uh, roll out the way like which one of these things should I do and which one of these because a lot of their attacks are going to be abusable mm-hmm. you know he goes for a stab and you unlock a special counter where you like pull back and counter and you like stab the sword down and then you do a big counter to him um, whereas if you just roll away from that you would get hit, but also you'd miss out on the opportunity to get that counter to break down his bar enough that you can okay. take out the health bar. So, um, did 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 you find yourself hitting a brick wall in that game? Only with the final boss. Okay. Uh, and that took me a long time, like a couple of days. Mm. But when I did it, when I suddenly clocked, oh, I should just be, you know, I'm trying to stay out the way of danger and dodges attacks where I was like I should just be not giving him a chance to attack and I should be building up this his, or knocking down his stance I can't remember what it's called in the game I played it last year um, to get the sort of kills then I sort of did it fairly effortlessly you know how, you know oh, how right. it is in Souls games yeah, where you, yeah. you throw yourself against a boss and then you do it once and you're like what I've still got all my health potions what have I done how did I do that you know you just enter the zone I should I should play that game I should just yeah, stop yeah. being a pansy and do it you definitely should it's got like it's got some incredible design. Uh, one of the most varied world designs in cool. all of the Souls sort of series. It's got like lo- lovely color palette. It's got a very front facing story compared to the Souls games. It's not all uh, lore. I mean, there is some. Yes, yeah, so you don't have to lore. investigate after the fact. <laughs> you have to, <laughs> you have to watch read a... read item descriptions to understand what the fuck's going on. There is still yeah. some item descriptions, okay. there, but a lot. There is also cutscenes and characters and characters talk to each yeah. other, and there's decisions you make in the game that specifically explicitly say like do this and there's still some questionable stuff like you know oh am i actually going i'm going into this memory am i actually living this memory or like sort of like in the hunter's oh, dream right. kind of thing yeah. um but it is very much like this is an actual story in a, in a from software game cool um, hmm. well you can find the the real hunter's dream can't you you can yes yeah did can. i did um the thing is like you said item descriptions i've played dark souls on the switch and that gives it between deaths, it gives you enough time to read what's mm-hmm. on screen. But when I was playing Blood- Bloodborne, it was like, right, what's it? Oh, it's gone already. <laughs> <laughs> I do go sometimes, I'll have a point where I'm like, if I'm fighting a boss for a while, I'll take a break, open up the uh, the inventory, and I'll just start looking through the items I haven't yet read in, in the sort of item description mode, and I'll just see what they say. You know, maybe they'll say... Uh, Maybe maybe there's a little bit a little bit of insight to gain, um, not in a game sense, in like a actual sense. But a lot of time it was just like, nope, didn't get any of that. This must have gone over my head. Um, but when I went when I went back and listened to the the sort of half an hour law thing, it's interesting when how there's so Varty Vidi is the guy who did it. How he does the this whole thing about this cutscene that I was just like I was texting during that. 
maybe, <laughs> maybe that's why I didn't understand that because I definitely remember that happening and me going, well, it's not going to be that important. Uh, and, I re- and then I watched it back and I was like, that's a lot of implication. Like, I, I mean, even if I watched it, I probably wouldn't have clocked it without all the context around it. But yeah, there's a lot, there's a some lot of the uh, item descriptions in Bloodborne are great. Um, I just looked up my favourite one, which is for the pebble. Mm-hmm. The item description is small pebbles found throughout Yarnum can be thrown at foes. Quite thrilling. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if when you when you said pebbles, like I've def I've definitely read this one a few times. Yeah. 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 It's great. Bloodborne's a good game. It's, it's a, a fantastic game. game. To answer your question, Max, it depends how attached you are to your guy. I would say just start again. Who cares? It's yeah. fine. In fact, you should start again and use something other than the saw cleaver. Um, yeah, I would I recommend you can buy the, all the other weapons. Anyway. Oh, of course, yeah, you can. Yeah, 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 yeah I've got, yeah, I've got like all the weapons. But like, you want to do the journey again though with the new one. You want yeah, to le- level one, right? And then you want to upgrade yeah, it. You don't want to go stuff. through and sp- because also you become so attached to it. But the key, uh, the key. But when I tried other things, I leveled stuff up to the whip cane. Yeah, that's what I wanted to use. When you when you get attached to it and you level it up to a certain point, you're like, do I want to spend the stuff? Do I want to relearn? Like, I mean, I found this cool weapon that's like a a, a mace that you press L one. T- tonitrous, I think it's called a tonitrous. Oh yes, and you press L one, and the, yeah, the sh- it becomes electric, and that was really handy. And the noise it makes is like, it's really cool. Yeah, 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 yeah. it's very cool. I found that, and I was like, cool. I found this the first weapon I found. Like, all the other, never found another weapon in the game, um, and I used that quite a bit. And then I was like, oh, now I've got to like spend this rare resource that I'm already struggling to find for both my sword and my gun. So I was just left, let it go behind. And by the time I'd like got all the stuff together, I was like, eh, I'm far enough away from it now. You know? Yeah, I barely used that, the, the uh, gun, to be fair. I used it a lot. I used it, got the blunderbuss, and it was just like, I was countering fools all over the shop. Like, they were trying, to, like, you know. So I, I, said, I tweeted this when I first started playing, because I was like, played the first couple of hours and was like thinking about this a lot. So, ah, in Dark Souls, because of how Dark Souls is, you do an attack and you're committed to that attack. Mm. You get punished. You know, you you time an attack wrong, and they just go bang. You're you're screwed, mate. Whereas what you can do to an enemy is, if they go to a big attack, you go bang, and then you get the counter. Like so, it's, it's the opposite. Instead of being punished for mistimed attacks, you punish the enemies mm-hmm. for their mistimed attacks with one sw- with one good shot. Um, see, see that thing. I, I didn't use it because I'm too much of a a bit of a shape bag. So I always had a torch. <clears throat> What's in there? Oh. <laughs> I want to see what I'm going in towards. <laughs> Say not thousand souls, and you get the you get the little. Uh, oh, I've got I've your... I've got that as well. It's not bright enough. <laughs> um, uh, start a new game, Max. Try the Kirk Hammer. That's my recommendation. Kirk Hammer. That's the one I looked at and was like, this seems very cool. But then I found the Ludwig's sword, and I was throughout Dark Souls One, Dark Souls Two, and then from Demon Souls as well. I have always been two hand sword, no shield. Great sword guy, yeah. So when mm. I found that weapon, I was like, I'm going to risk it all for this weapon. But I didn't do it in the end. I was like, no, because I quite like how like nimble it is and how I can swap out and it's longer reaching for taking care of multiple enemies at once. Yeah. Um, to end this, Bloodborne is very good and I very much enjoyed it and it was it consumed me. I think I did like 35 hours in a week and wow. finished the whole thing. So, wow. Yeah, very good. And I look very much look forward to Elden Ring. Well, I've still got to play Dark Souls three and finish Demon Souls. So, waiting for Elden Ring is the Dark Souls <laughs> of waiting for a game. <laughs> we'll find out one day. I mean, I, I mean, I'm a Metroid Prime fan, so I, I, I've been there before. Don't you worry. Yeah. I mean, you're I'm doing it now. You're still, you're still now. Yeah. Right yeah. Now, yeah. Um, uh, I had a bit of a palate. Oh, sorry, go on, Lewis, what you can say. No, I was going to say anything else. But on you go. 
yeah, so I had a bit of a palate cleanser after that. I was like, I want to play something uh, less um, difficult, something that's going to be less like involved. So I picked up Journey to the Savage Planet, which is a game that I already owned on PC. Kind of wish I just played it on PC now because uh, it's 30 FPS on PlayStation 5, mm. which is a shame. I just it, I just assumed it would be 60 FPS for some reason because it's like a an indie game. Um, I mean. You're, I think you're within your right to expect that it's 60 FPS yeah. on a PS5. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I'd already bought it by that point, and it is a tiny bit of a shame that that is the case. But uh, I'm still enjoying it. It's it's quite. A, it's not like a masterpiece. Yeah, it looks like No Man's Sky. It yeah, does it's a very bit, like. Actually, yeah. It's very um, similar in the in the way that you're uh, finding resources, um, scanning wildlife and stuff. But it's sort of so you, you crash land on a planet. Um, you are sent by a. It's the fourth best space frontier company on, on Earth. Um, they're looking for a new planets. So you get sent off. All of the sort of like the your communications with the CEO of this company are all like FMVs. It's like a real guy. Um, oh, cool. Talking to you. They've got this weird like. It's all like really like uh, Tim and Eric style like stuff as well, where it's all like weirdly animated. There's like stuff happening in the background, all the colours keep changing it's, kind of, it's very very strange um, and there's all these like, fake adverts that remind me of a bit of Rick and Morty adverts where it's like a, a turtle you just meat scraps into a meat friend or all these different options um, but the actual game is is more about like sort of cataloguing and exploring the planet um, and in sort of very Metroid Prime way you, you collect materials and upgrades uh, that then let you, so uh, you know the first one you get is a double jump and then you get a, a lasso that lets you like uh, Zipline up to things. Uh, so it's like a Metroidvania. Very, very much. In, yeah, because it's, like, it's quite a big world. And you sort of start out just sort of exploring around a little bit. And then once you get the double jump, you're like, oh, I can go here and here and here. Yeah. And uh, the game does like have a. You press R3 and it tell, points you in the right direction. But I've been ignoring that and just been like, right, what can I find? Yeah. And there's actually a time where I, I, one of the things is like, I want you to find this thing. And I was just exploring around and I found it. And it said, oh, this isn't the one we wanted you to find, but you found it anyway. So it's like, there's a, like a, a little AI character that talks to you, and they said, you know, this isn't the one we wanted, but you found it. It's a good job. That's Go cool. back and get your upgrade. That is cool. Um, and then you, then you sort of find the material that gets you the, uh, the the lasso, and it's like all these points you've been seeing around the map that you've been scanning, very much in the same met- way of Metro Prime scanning. You scan it, it goes, this is for this. Now all of a sudden I remembered all around the map, okay, I can go do all of this. And then you get like a... A, a bomb and I'm like okay I can go to all of these places where they have breakable walls um, and it's all very like you know the world sort of seems to keep growing and growing and growing as you go um, very metroidvania like very um, humorous like there's a lot of sense of humour in the the way the characters talk to you the way the enemies sort of like they're like these cute little birds that if you drop bait to lure them in so you can either kill them or, or take some essence from them I think you can like not kill anything you can just like take its essence to sort of catalogue it um it then just like shits material you need so you can either kill it and get the material or you feed it bait and it shits the material you need and you go cool you move on um a bit weird it's, 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 you know it's, it's good it's I, not perfect it's I've, I've i've heard the title of this game quite a lot but you yeah. describing it i'd made a lot of assumptions about what that game is and all of them were wrong i had no what idea you, what, what did you was. assume i thought that it was like a top down like almost like a twin stick shooter but i must oh, be okay. thinking of something else entirely Possibly. Lovers in a dangerous space time or something. So that one's like Even a co-op. Quite, uh, like, yeah, it's like a uh, like 2D a couch cop. Yeah, yeah. Ship, the one I'm thinking of is like Twisting Terrible Planet or something. I don't know. Anyway. But no, that sounds cool. That sounds good. It does sound cool. It yeah. sounds very, very yeah, cool. Yeah, it, it was only like £12. Um, 
And it was, you know, I just thought that it would be because a friend of mine played it and he was saying, "Oh, you really like this? You'll really like this." And I was like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." yeah. Um, but I am enjoying it. It's quite rough around the edges. There are times when it very much reminds me of of like um, more of like a lower budget indie title, like three D title. I can't think of any examples right now, but there are definitely some stuff I played on PC back in like the early twenty tens where it was sort of like three D indie games, and they were sort of like. Fairly like one note, I guess. Um, but this has got, you know, it's got very good graphics for for what it is for the cost of it. Seems to be quite a lot to do. Um, it's very box ticky, which is reminding me of like how I didn't like towards the end of Spider Man Ghost of Tsushima, where I was like, don't like ticking all these boxes. Yeah. I feel like I'm going to get to a point in this game where I'm like, don't like doing this. But I also don't need to f- tick all those boxes. I can probably just go to the main objective and complete the game. Um, so yeah, I would I would recommend it. It's nice. Uh, Alright guys, well I think we should uh, close out the show with uh, our Patreon shoutouts uh, and our lovely patrons are uh, Gamer Jason, Thylassos, Richard Elsie, Tristan Brooks, Sarah Purbrick, Eamon McCauley, Jesper Condrup, Rebecca Rudranath, Rune Shimotsuji Storm, Timothy Ulf, Luke Cooper, Stephen Landry, Pavan Kakarla, Mark Hammond, Adam Phillips, Lalena DeSautles, Alex Struthers-Smith and Manny. Those are our delightful patrons um, Steve hmm. if people want to find you online where can they go um, I don't know why you'd want to do that but if you want to do that you can find me at Steve Jack where I argue Any... with John Lewis customer service <laughs> I mean that's worth it that's worth the price admission right there any other extracurricular activities you want yes to plug? so yeah no please do find me on Twitter um, I also am on the Dreamcast Years podcast with our good friend and colleague Andrew indeed indeed uh, Max, yourself? You can find me at Max Elbright pretty much everywhere. Um, I'm sure if you searched it on any site, I'd probably pop up in some form. Um, and any, any site? <laughs> okay, okay. I take it back. I take it back. Don't, don't, do not look for my my favourite videos on certain sites. Um, I don't think I've got anything I want to plug, really. Uh, I mean, you can check out questionable takes, but no one else has recently, so. Uh, Instead, why don't we just why don't you just keep watching the cross players? Mm. Oh, lovely, yeah. nice. This was uh, can I just say this was uh, like there's less of us here than normal. This was mm. an intimate one. It was very very pleasant. Thanks, chat. It was. Yeah. yeah. Thank you very much. Thank you. It actually reminded me of uh, an express. Yes. Remember the expresses yes. we used to yeah, do? Yeah. Reminds me of one of no. them. No. You don't. You weren't born yet, man. <laughs> I was but a, but a wee babber at the time. Yeah. Sure. Uh, yeah. And you can follow me at that Dr. Fact on Twitter. You can get us all on Twitter at The Crossplayers. You can all go to that website, www.thecrossplayers.com, to get all of our written content, including some links to the podcasts. Um, if you want to join our Discord, go to that very website, slash Discord. It'll take you right there. If you're listening to this audio version, you can watch us normally live on uh, Thursdays at half past eight on twitch.tv forward slash crossplayerslive. And if you want to become a patron, you get an extra podcast a week. And that's uh, patreon.com forward slash the crossplayers. You can support us there uh, from as little as $1. But if you don't want to do that, the best way you can support us, or two best ways actually, um, is leaving us a review on uh, your podcast service of choice. Or, you know what? Tell your friends. Okay, guys, uh, it has been delightful. But I think it's time that we should say goodbye. Goodbye. Thanks, Liz. Goodbye. Bye, everyone. Bye. Bye.